You're now listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast, where we break down all things regarding health, fitness, and wellness to help you improve your mind, body, and environment. And now, your host, Wayne, a.k.a. Workout with Wayne, and Ernest, a.k.a. Mr. 100 Pounds Down. What's up? What's going on, sir? How are you? Doing all right, doing all right. Yeah. Episode 23. Uh, Jordan. This might be the GOAT episode. The GOAT. Uh, they talking about Tom Brady, the GOAT down though. Come on now. They say Tom got seven of them things. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, is, is is Jordan even better than LeBron? Come on now. <laughs> We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about that in overtime. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, we we got to get to the point. But. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. That's a good one. All right. So today we're going to jump right into this one. Okay. So today we're going to talk about the double standard between men and women's body image. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So how how, how are we being portrayed out here in these uh, in this world that we live in right okay. now? Okay. So yeah. you feel like there's a, a double standard. I feel like there. I feel like there definitely is a double standard. I feel like there is a different rules, different, different rules, rules for each gender. For, for, uh, for each gender, absolutely. I think that um, a lot of, I think people are judged harshly, more harshly on their on by being overweight, uh, especially in um, the public eye. Okay. So I, I think that is definitely a a factor that is that really can't be ignored. Okay. Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty blatant. So, everybody, both genders, both genders. I think I I think so. I think I think so. But I I think even more so, perhaps, for women. And I think as we get deeper into the topic, we might see why. Okay. I might feel that way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, if if we take a look at the trends and the way things are going. Um, as a as a country, um, even as as a world Western Western civilization, you know, uh, excuse me, Western uh, countries, you know, we're talking about uh, you know, Europe and Australia and you know Canada and not you know, of course us, mm-hmm. um, us U.S. <laughs> bars. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, we are gaining weight rapidly. Mm-hmm. We're gaining weight rapidly. Uh, we are getting less healthy, and we're at a place to where we are almost content with it. It's something that we've kind of come to terms with, possibly, and not really doing much to change uh, the direction of things. So, what you're saying, um, I might kind of, might kind of be on the opposite end of that. I don't know if I completely agree with your initial. Uh, uh, argument to where people are being judged harsh. I'm saying I will agree with you. People are judged, but if we're gonna maybe compare to a time before, mm-hmm. I would say it's less. Less. So I mean, it's less harsh. Less people are being uh, judged, and that and that's really different when it comes to um, the genders. So you think you feel like there's a level of overall uh, fat. Or overweight acceptance. Yeah, I mean, there's there's movements behind it. Fat acceptance movement, health at any size. Um, look at some of the magazine uh, covers and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, commercials, and some people will say, "Well, that's inclusion." Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Everybody wants to be represented. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I mean, really, those companies are just finding out that there's a market, mm-hmm. so, that, so they want to <laughs> they want to capitalize on that market. That's really what that is, but sounds about right. But people w- are mm-hmm. feeling better because they they are feeling included. Um, See somebody that looks like you, yeah, more inclined to dig a little deeper about what this thing is that they're be buy that product. Buy that don't, product. Don't, don't make it long winded. Yeah. <laughs> buy that right, product. Right. <laughs> so uh, that's what's what's happening these days. So really, I mean, there's a bunch of articles, a bunch of just social media posts and uh, things to where people are saying it. This is okay uh, where we are as, as, a, as a 
as society, mm-hmm. they're saying we're it's okay, even though it's we're in the you know no pun intended the worst shape <laughs> we've ever been in, mm-hmm. but they're saying it's okay, and more people when they see this stuff that's uh, you know catered to them, mm-hmm. they are uh, they're becoming okay with it. They're content. Right. So now it's almost like you know you have people that are poisoned, and they're just saying eh, it's cool because everybody else is doing it. If, if more people around you are doing, you know, something that's not as good for you, mm-hmm. you feel comfortable with it. You, you, yes. I would, say, I, would say, I would lean towards You that. would lean towards that. So uh, more, I will say this. More often than not, absolutely. If we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to say there's a double standard when it comes to the genders, those products, those commercials, uh, those magazine covers, who are they catering towards when it comes to the inclusion of all body sizes? More often than not, they're going to be catering towards women. More often? <laughs> We're talking about 99%, 99.9% of the time, Which it is, is the inclusion of women mm-hmm. uh, that are of all different body types, right? Not men. So that right there tells us that you're a person who was 400 pounds at one point. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like there was a massive uh social push to include you in a lot of things in terms of images no no okay so that right there tells us that you know the cover of cosmo magazine the cover of vogue uh yoga pants commercials and yogurt and all this stuff are really including uh women that weren't typically on these uh, products and commercials previously, mm-hmm. but that's not the same thing for men now. You know, the, the whole dad bod thing got a little bit popular or whatever, and they, you know, people made some jokes, but those men are not selling products for the most part. Right. So, so what, let's dig a little deeper then. Right. So, we talked, you talked about magazines and things like that, but what about uh, TV shows? TV shows, those types of entertainment things. So, I do see a lot of TV shows where larger men are represented and their wives may be in a more fit body, uh, um, body type. You're talking about the, the classic sitcom? Yeah. The, the, the classic sitcoms were just your regular. So like you got the King of Queens, Yeah, you know, where we had a, you know, a larger delivery man who rode a delivery truck all day and yeah. ate food and his wife was small and, you know, in relatively good shape. Right. Then you got, uh, more recent shows like Blackish, we have uh, Rainbow and Andre Johnson. You know, we have Andre would probably not be a little bit overweight, and Rainbow's probably a little more curvy. Okay, right? Then you have uh, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, Uncle Phil. Yeah, two Aunt wives. <laughs> Uncle Phil had one wife. <laughs> yeah, two wives. Played by two characters. <laughs> but again, they didn't bring in no. Yeah, they brought in a completely different woman. Yeah, because one one was a different complexion than the other, but they weren't they didn't really change uh, too much of like the the body type yeah. for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. And so you see more of that than you see any type of show where you know the woman is larger than the man that she's dating, married to, or chasing. Well, take a look at uh, take a look at those shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what 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 is the dynamic there when we're, when we're looking at those relationships? I mean, those, those shows are going to reflect reality to a point where um, men are not going to be the priority. Let me say this. The way a man is judged, there's going to be other things that come before looks. A way that a man is ranked amongst his peers, ranked in society, his value, whatever it is, mm-hmm. looks are going to be not that high on the scale unless he is monetizing his body, you know, being a model or something like that. Mm-hmm. If that's not the case, if he's going to be a judge like Uncle Phil, if he's going to be a UPS guy, whatever, mm-hmm. a cop like on some of these shows, those other things are going to give him that value towards that woman. Mm-hmm. 
So these people had families, they had homes, they had securities, personalities, whatever that they were offering as a man, you know, intelligence, all these other things that they're adding mm-hmm. just are going to come before looks. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, most people, most men and women can agree that both genders value looks differently. Okay. Did you agree with that? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think I think, so. I think when a woman is selecting a partner, or you know, that she's going to say, "What what are these other things that are going to make me drawn to you?" Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I I hope you look the way that I would like you to look. But if you were to gain fifteen pounds or something, you know, I could work with that mm-hmm. because those other things that you do are higher up, right? I think that that's that's how women think more so. Mm-hmm. Okay. And men are going to do th- things a little bit differently. They're going to rank, you know, if you're picking a partner as a woman, you're going to rank other things. You're going to rank uh, how uh, personality, smart, cooperative, uh, nurturing, mm-hmm. you know, if there's children that are going to come later on, right. uh, you know, family oriented, whatever those things that we're, you know, you're looking for. And then looks is going to be up there. Right. Because we are, we judge differently. <laughs> so it's kind of like for Uncle Phil to look the way he looked. I mean, did you see how that house looked? I, I did see how the house <laughs> so looked. So then you seen how his wife looked. There you go. And I don't think Uncle Phil was really feeling the need to, you know, drop 100 pounds to keep his wife. Mm. Okay. So, so <laughs> without, so a, a man's value is not so much in his physical appearance as much as a woman's value may be. A man's value to women is not so much in his physical appearance as much as a woman's physical appearance value is to men. Yeah, and what I'll say is looks are going to get you in the door no mm-hmm. matter the gender. Right. I'm not saying women don't want attractive men and right. men only want women who are attractive and don't want anything else. I'm not saying that. That's right. extremes. Come on, we're smarter than that as listeners. As, Absolutely. So what I'm saying is there's, there's a priority, there's a list, mm-hmm. and for men, looks is going to be a little bit higher. Okay. Attraction, whatever you want to call it. And then, uh, or even, I mean, I hate to say it, even like health. Like, there's there's some women who uh, you call them, you know, gold diggers or whatever sometimes, but they marry unhealthy men who can provide a uh, a, a certain lifestyle or a right. certain security or certain something like that. Uh, so, again, that's just this is a different rank. Right. Okay. So so the images that we see on TV, you know, from, from those images or – well, why, why do you think that we don't see images of the other thing on the other the flip side of it? Like, because we like we will see the images of the both the both uh, parties maybe overweight, like the, like Roseanne or yeah. Mike and Molly and things like that. Yeah. Well, well why, why not see images of uh, you know maybe even what the real world looks like, where sometimes you know there's a, there's a larger woman with a a more fit uh, individual. Like for for instance, for me, I've Worked with a lot of military before. Mm-hmm. There's uh, height weight requirements for for military service mm-hmm. members, and I've seen a lot of military service members that are married to people who could not be in the <laughs> could mm-hmm. not be in the service yeah. with them. Correct, right? And so you you see that, yeah. But but again, so and so you know that's out there, and they love their partner just as much as anybody would love their partner, yeah. right? But you don't have you don't have you don't see that type of uh, relationship represented. You know, to the masses. which is which is becoming more of the norm, mm-hmm. and you know, even you know, outside the military, or whatever mm-hmm. you're you're seeing, that is becoming more of the norm. The way things are going, um, and that's why those products and things are being marketed towards women, mm-hmm. because, in a way, one gender is, <laughs> uh, on average, mm-hmm. becoming larger, even though both of them are becoming larger. Because we can look at the stats, you know, men are. Are more overweight. The whole country is more overweight than it's ever been. Right. Right. The obesity statistics say that. But there's been a bigger spike. So there's there, 
no pun intended, growing at a faster rate, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Right. So now there's a bigger uh, uh, distance between that. So that does actually reflect uh, reality as well. Um, the reason we don't see that on TV, um, you know who's the, <laughs> you know who the biggest consumers are of, of television, or just in general, uh-huh. women. They they they're the biggest consumers. So. Would they want to see that type of show? Possibly, but I don't. I don't think that that's. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's what people are, are really looking at. Because when you when you when you go that route for TV, um, a lot of those people who are the 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 main character, or whatever, they're there are successful people. So it's like you know. They created their own show. If you right. look at majority of the sitcoms, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, was it? Everybody loves Raymond and mm-hmm. all those. So they created that show. It's like that person's not picking outside of that world, right? Like the wife is gonna match what they are, even if they're not. Because like, what's the guy who's going King of Queens? Uh, Kevin James. Kevin James. I don't know if he's married in real life. I'd be interested to see what his actual real life wife looks like. Mm-hmm. But he is somebody who's put himself in a successful situation. On the show, he's playing a UPS driver. Mm-hmm. But apparently, he has this great personality or whatever and right. all this other stuff. And he's overcome. And then he's found a wife who happens to be fitter to him. Right. Um, so, I, I, TV TV's different. <laughs> yeah. So, so in, in TV, would you say that there's a double standard on, you know, uh, like TV and movies? Would well, you yeah. Say? And I, I think... Maybe what you were getting at is there's just going to be less uh, obese people on TV, and then there's going to be less obese women on TV right. than men. Right. And I think it kind of goes into what I was saying earlier. Um, unless you were the star of the show, Roseanne or something like that, uh, the Parkers, <laughs> I mean, she was the star. Mm-hmm. So she was able to do that because she was the attraction. Mm-hmm. But... Um, if it was the other way around, it's kind of like that's not really what Hollywood or people really want to see. So is that, do you think that those, uh, so, okay, we got that. So the last movie that you saw that uh, the lead character was someone that was overweight, can you, can you think of what that was or when that was? Um, pretty selective on the movies I watch. So, the a lead character. Mm. I can't think of one either. No, I can't. No, this is Hollywood. It's Hollywood. This is Hollywood. This is this is right. But everybody goes to the movies. Everybody wants to be to escape reality. <laughs> <laughs> But everybody goes to the movies. Everybody wants to, like you said, everybody wants to feel included and inclusive. So, but, but why aren't we? Because I think that's, I don't think that's true. I think, I think it's people capitalizing. There's companies capitalizing on people's feelings mm. to offer them products. But at the end of the day, you're saying, you know, every single person doesn't want to be included in a movie. Like, Sometimes it's okay to say this type of character is probably going to be played by this type of person, and that's typically that's okay mm-hmm. because it probably does reflect reality a little bit more as well. I mean, if you, the movie Rudy, the guy who goes to Notre Dame, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he was a starting quarterback and he scored seven touchdowns and won the national championship, would it be realistic? Probably not. You'd be like, who this guy doesn't even look like an athlete. <laughs> Why would he be the starting quarterback playing? You know, uh-huh. so it's it has to be appropriate. It has to match. Uh, you know, we're getting a lot of stuff where it's kind of being forced for inclusion, mm-hmm. which is cool. But then we're seeing how those products and how those films and shows how they're actually doing when when it's time to look at the ratings, time to look at you know who's actually watching them. Because if something doesn't seem realistic. I don't care who you are, even if you're the person that they're, you know, reaching out to to include, you're not going to want to see it. Mm-hmm. 
you almost feel like they're kind of uh, pandering to to you. Right. You know, like, oh, yeah, here, you can do it too. But it's like, no, I, I can't. <laughs> so so why are you doing this? But So so they'll, instead of hiring, you know, large, or excuse me, instead of hiring overweight actors and actresses, a lot of times what you see in Hollywood is um, people wearing, smaller people wearing fat suits. And in and, and doing that thing, you got to do the big mama's houses and the 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 nutty professors and what was the 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 Netflix movie with uh, Marlon when he was uh, playing uh, all different characters and stuff like that. And so yeah. so you 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 have that where it's like, well, they're I, the talent though. They created it. They're the talent. They created it. But so I think they use overweight people as like the punchline a lot in a lot of these things, right? Yeah. Where it's like, uh, it's fat, they're fat, it's funny, let's laugh at them, let's laugh, you know, that they're gonna they're gonna pass gas, or they're gonna fall, they're gonna do these types of things where it's like, um, you know, where they there's a level of uh, I don't wanna use I don't wanna use that word 'cause I don't I don't think I don't think it's that deep. But for lack of a better word I guess I'm going to use it anyway. <laughs> They're going to they uh, dehumanize. To, wow. to, yeah, yeah. that's pretty strong. But for lack of a better word, where it's like they 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 they're the butt of the joke. Are you talking about comedies? Do you have some dramas you want? Because I mean, you just said Nutty Professor Marlowe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but but again, they're not. I don't know any dramas where there where there's large actors and actresses. Uh, I mean, I'll yes, there are. Precious. There you go. Two of them. Okay, you got Precious. There's a lot of other. There's Man, other when, dramas. When, and when did Precious come out? They did well in the box office. Yeah, fifteen years ago. There's there's some other when it when it comes to dramatic roles, then you're going to be able to have a little bit more of a. Mm. Uh, diversity in the cast because then it's going to reflect more real life but if we're talking about box office films we're talking about action we're talking about you know things that that, yeah you're going to see more of the the average body type or not average i should say the the fitter Mm -hmm. uh healthier body type that's what you're going to see is hollywood like if you if you go even when they make movies about real people when they when they make a bio a biopic or whatever right that person that's being cast usually is more attractive than the real person. <laughs> they're usually fitter. They're usually they're than the real person. Right. So you go to these movies and to see something that is the the polished up version of reality. Of reality. Mm. And you know, that's just it's Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. So, so, so that's so you got TV, you got movies. All right, let's so let's go into the the music, the music side of things. So, I feel like music is probably the one place where that line may be skewed a little bit. I feel like the the line of you know where you have more uh, singers that are overweight and accepted for. In gospel, he said. In gospel, yeah, just in music in general. Where? Uh, so you have uh, Lizzo, you have uh, okay, Khalid. But I think how you pronounce his name. You have DJ Khaled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have more people in in that realm of entertainment where it is accepted that you said singers. <laughs> DJ Khaled is singing. <laughs> we the best. Yeah, that's I mean that's that's a bar right there. Okay, yeah, major key, but no. So you you have you have those those individuals and others that are praised for their talents and not necessarily shamed or not not pushed to the back burner or put in a supporting role or singing that's, background. That's died, man. What you mean? It used to be that way. You used to be able to. Uh, Used to didn't matter as much. If you go back to seventies, eighties, nineties, how you your talent was 
there and they tried to shine you up a little bit, but it didn't matter because your talent was there. Mm-hmm. If you look at whoever is on the radio these days, whoever, I mean, it's barely music videos. You'd have to go to YouTube or something. There's mm-hmm. any music video channels, but not now, but <laughs> after, this. but it's pretty much mirroring Hollywood. If you look at the top acts, they're not, and unless it's a male rapper, mm. I mean, other than that, like is it, you have you okay, you got Lizzo, I'll give you Lizzo, but everybody else, if you look at the top acts, is basically casting because if you go to, singing, isn't going to <laughs> make you a star because you can go to any of those. Uh, where are those audition shows where they do? American Eric, Idol. I, yeah, but even, yeah, like. America's Got Talent. There's people who are background singers that are better singers than the artists they're singing background for. Okay. And why do you think they're not the main person? I mean, there's several factors involved in that, Mr. Washington. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go, especially if you want to go into, you know, kind of R&B world and stuff like that. Go look at the background singers. Listen to them. They probably have, you know, their own music page or channel or something. And go listen to them. Be like, wow, that person sounds amazing. Probably arguably better than the main person that they're that they're singing behind. Mm-hmm. What is the difference? It's going to be how they look. But so so how do how, so how do you explain the 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 Jennifer Hudsons of the world, the Kelly Clarksons, the Luther Vandrosses? That's like a twenty year span, and I know how I explain. It. It's called American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben Stutter, who else you got? Because <laughs> other than that, and they are not the biggest acts in the world. They're not. But but again, they're and Jennifer Hudson lost weight, so that she could be an actor, actress. In Hollywood, mm-hmm. <laughs> but so but what I'm but here's here's where what I'm saying. What you saying? Like Adele. Now we know Adele has lost weight. <laughs> Hold on, stall me out. Thank you. Before Adele lost weight, Adele was one of the biggest acts out there. Correct. So her size did not. In did hold on. Let me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Her size did not. Uh, take away from her ability to make money off her talent and to monetize her talent. Her decision to 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 lose the weight, for whatever reason it was, health. I, I would hope it was more so health than uh, image. Mm-hmm. Um, but so if it so if her decision to lose weight was for health based reasons, so be it. Fine, more power to her. But if she would have remained that size, I don't I don't believe her her impact musically would have been lessened. That's not what I'm arguing. Right. And she's one. But then Lizzo, that's another one. She's two. Right. But, but name me actors. Now who's the, but, but, but but under that, but name me actors that can be put that are a list. Cause these two with those two women or are a list when it comes to music. Okay. So, but name me an a list actor that, that is in that same category. That's that's what I'm saying. I feel like music is the one genre of you know that is has allowed for larger people to still produce and um, use their talents to be successful without being pushed to, to a supporting role or to that back that backup role. I think I think you're using outliers. I'm not. We're, I'm never going to say it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Of course, Adele, her her talent again is, is is one of those one in a million situations to where it works out. But what if if we look at you go her, you go Lizzo. Okay, then who you know number three through seventy eight when it comes to singers, who who are they and what do they look like? Mm-hmm. You could say the same thing for the actresses, whatever. Melissa McCarthy, she's she's been a leading woman in a lot of roles, in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, she can do it. Cool. Now who else? So it's pop. Yeah, one, one, <laughs> two. 
So then what's the what's the average? So and like I was saying with music, yeah, your talent can get you there, but it's, there, there's going to be pressure for you to change because every single day Lizzo's posting and is talking about something about her body, right? Mm-hmm. It's clearly on her mind. Mm-hmm. And then Adele, she lost it. So she's not even on the list no more. <laughs> so she's on the other side of the list. So, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is like it when it comes when it comes to this stuff, any type of entertainment, how you look matters. And you know, we could take it to the next part, modeling. Because that has been the hugest change to where there's just to use the word again, inclusive, there's modeling now for every single person or every single <laughs> I haven't seen many plus size men models. <laughs> I think you know. I think Rihanna has some plus size men models for good for, for her. For, <laughs> you sat down. It sounded <laughs> condescending. <laughs> I did see that. I did see that, and yeah. I was like, "Look at Rihanna! I could be in these Fenty drawers." Yeah. So could that product sell if it wasn't Rihanna selling it? Because there's sometimes where you could just. You can you can sell anything. Mm-hmm. Kanye could put his name on anything and sell it. A blank CD, right. people will go buy it. Right. That doesn't mean that the blank CD is a good product. Right. So she might be getting away with it, but we don't see any other people, <laughs> any upcoming brands or anything like that, trying to uh, use that. But did you want you so you feel like showing your brand or showing your product in the most appealing broad strokes light is more beneficial for these companies. That's why they do what they do. Yeah. You're trying to make money. Trying to make money. <laughs> That's why when we talked about the fast food industry, mm-hmm. there's no overweight people in the fast food commercials. Mm-hmm. It's, it's entertainment, man. Right. I don't, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell you what this food's going to do to you. Yeah, But, but back to the modeling, I mean, there used to be, you know, there's there's runway models and there's print models and there's commercial models and then there's uh, then there's plus size models. But I think that phrase has. I was actually watching a documentary on plus size models. Plus size models are supposed to have the same uh, dimensions, like the same the same ratios as regular models. Mm-hmm. It's just more. Okay. So in terms of when it comes to uh, hips and waist ratio and things like that, and height even, that's actually supposed to be similar to the same when it, to, to actual plus-size models. Okay. Actual plus-size models, that's what that should be. It should be very similar. It's just they're saying that instead of being whatever, you know, size 1, 2, 0, whatever, you can be 12, 14, or whatever. Like, gotcha. I'm not an expert on dress sizes, but what I'm saying is, what this person was saying in his documentary, this woman, she was saying, uh, she was a modeling agent, that those are supposed to be the same. So it's plus-size model just doesn't mean you're overweight or you're obese. Mm-hmm. No, it means you are in t- plus-size. Right. Like, you ha- you are the same measurements that they want, but it's wider in each, excuse me, it's wider in each place. Okay. But do we see that now? I mean, it, I mean, anybody with a camera is a model these days. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah. So, but okay, and and I've and I've seen that. I've seen that the plus size models are are becoming more and more um, plus mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, like, uh, was Ashley Graham. And that's a name that's pretty. She's a legit plus size yeah, model. That's, yeah, that's pretty uh, popular out there. And um, but yeah, okay. So, so when but, you talk about anybody, go ahead. I was gonna say there's, but there's people like Tess Holiday. I mean, there's people who, I mean, you're just taking pictures. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between like being like a model and being a person who takes pictures. And if you're not within those measurements then you can call it something else but the phrase plus size model is for that there's actual standards for that gotcha so you should just call it something else picture taking <laughs> or just call maybe a different like find a different word for the 
for the just not plus size, but, you know, call it something else model. And then that's fine. You can do what you want. There's a lot of different. But there's not, it's not, there's no, there's no arena for men though. That's what I'm saying. But so the plus plus size doesn't, that don't, the plus size standards are only for women. There's no plus size standards for men. men they model. are, but the market is so small. Uh, I mean. Women want, women want, so, and that's, so here goes, here's another part, right? So I, I feel like men per, men are okay. <laughs> what? Just the way you look like, what is he about to say? I feel like men are generally, and again, we're not going to speak on extremes here, right? So I think men are generally okay with the the plus size model with the when the measurements are, like you said, are in proportion and ratio, right? I think women would not necessarily want to see that 350 pound man walking down the runway in, in the speedo, right? <laughs> I feel like women want to see the, the abbed up six pack guy for, for that part of it. Right. But they, they might be okay with marrying that dad bod. Okay. Because that dad bod, you know, offers those, those things that we talked about earlier. Right. But maybe not, but they want to be taken away out of their reality for to a certain extent. <laughs> Then see and, and see the 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 six pack the oiled up you know guy walking down the runway in the movies they want to see the rock in the movies okay you know they want the rock to be their superhero right they don't necessarily want Kevin James to bust but knock the door down and say hey I'm here to say <laughs> okay right do you, do you feel like that might be so so you're saying that women have a higher standard when it comes to uh, being entertained in terms of you know tv movie sales whatever they they have a a certain uh standard for the male physique that they that they're going to you know get excited about compared to compared to men yes okay because again i don't think we dislike fat I think we dislike fat in certain places. Well, that's the thing. So the ratios of hip to waist and even, you know, in the chest and things like that, that is going to show health. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where people, men, are going to gravitate towards because you're going to say you look like a healthy person who, you know, it's in our DNA to say, okay, well, maybe – she can have a healthy child. You know, this is this is something that is, uh, I want to say more feminine because it's, there's different levels of that. But what I'm saying is the ratio has to be there because if you look at the, a judging, like diff, men of different races, right, mm-hmm. people will say, well, these type of guys, this race of guys like this type of body mm-hmm. and these type of guys like this type of body. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the ratios of those bodies that they're, attracted to they're about the same Mm -hmm. so if the hip to waist ratio is still there doesn't matter the size of it right it's like an ipad and iphone you know what i'm saying it's still a rectangle it's just different right so what happens is when you get outside of those ratios and you know there is no (laughs) hip to waist ratio then you're in a, a different place and that's not going to be as attractive to most men. All right. So I deal with the androids. <laughs> wow. But uh, I got an android. I love my android. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, I think I think yeah. When you, when you say that there's just not a market for plus size men, uh, nobody's going to really want to buy those products and see those guys advertising it. It's just not something that's there. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a shirt on a plus size model and was like, ah, I like that shirt. <laughs> I think I'm going to buy that shirt. No, no, I, no, but nothing against, nothing against the plus size model though, but it's just, you know, it and if you go to the mannequins, right? There's different body types for mannequins these days, mm-hmm. but you're not seeing that. I haven't seen that in any of the men's, uh, sections mm-hmm. where there's, you know, 
a, a larger, a, a, a dad bod mannequin. Maybe in the, so in the big and tall stores, when I was, when the, when the world was open and I was shopping in the big and tall stores, yeah. they might, they, I think they might have some larger mannequins, but again, so I, when I would shop there, I would, they did. Yeah. The I, torso was shaped different and yeah. everything. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But so when I, when I was shopping there, I would normally go in there for, you know, like dress clothes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because I felt like they never really promoted or had like, you know, active wear, um, you know, t-shirts and things like that, that were stylish for big guys. Right. So all these shirts used to be, say things like, you know, large and living large and in charge, well, you know, big, I, big daddy. I got, I got some, I got some news for you. What's that? I have a, I have a great fashion tip for everybody out there. Oh, here we go. All right. Everything looks good on a lean, <laughs> nice physique. It doesn't matter what the product is. It's going to look good. Not if it says Big Daddy across the front. <laughs> you think The Rock can't pull that off? The Rock, you know, have, you, have you seen John Cena and how the he rock, dresses? The Rock is overweight. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I'm just saying. The Rock is overweight. I'm here to say it here fashion, first. F- fashion matters less. Dwayne, The Rock, John <laughs> The more fit you are. John Cena, all y'all are overweight. Fix, fix it. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Oh, yeah. All right. So, so let's transition from things that are a little bit less in our control to more some things that maybe are in our control, right? So, social media. Yeah. Does social media project a body image for men and women uh, more so than one body image more so than another? Yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody has a different experience when it comes to social media because all these algorithms and the things that they're pushing because uh, they want they're trying to figure you out mm-hmm. and then push certain things to you. Um, but it's just the extremes level of extremes. Uh, you're seeing the effects on especially teens um, to where they they're not understanding how their body should develop. They believe, you know, the massive amount of filters for girls. Uh, there's more and more use of uh, younger uh, teens, boys using, you know, steroids and different, uh, you know, PD type stuff because they want to look like a grown man who's 25, 35 years old. You can't look like that at 15. Right. It takes time to build that type of physique. Right. And you just, you can't skip time. And then the same thing for, you know, you're seeing, uh, Girls getting surgeries and Botox and stuff like this at 16, 17, 18. Your body's not even done growing. Yeah. So when, when when these images are thrown at us or we're clicking on these images, we start to think that that's uh, closer to reality. And a lot of those images are doctored. So it, it, it's a dangerous game of uh, the, the body image. And is there a double standard? I think that, and when it comes to social media, it might be a little bit more even. Um, what do you think? So I think, I think that there probably is. I think more, and again, it might just be about what you follow and what you see. But I think more, you see more women and healthy body types being pushed and promoted on social media. I think, especially when when you go to your um, your what's it called? Your discover discovery page or whatever. That's what you make it though. But 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 again, it's what you make it. But it's also what like what's out there. So if you if you follow a certain account that's you know about entertainment news, right? Mm-hmm. You'll see that account and they'll, they'll post you know stories, you know, political stories, funny stories, and then they'll post you know um, look at so and so and they're then they're fashion over. Mm-hmm. You know, such so like that, right? And so you, you, all those things are, are kind of being populated and, and kind of pushed towards you, but you don't, you rarely see, you know, men being, you know, pushed towards you, right? And so I've cleaned up my social media a lot recently, and I think that's one of the benefits of kind of social media is that you can kind of tailor it to kind yeah. of what you, what you want to see and what you want to be. Uh, um, what you want promoted to to you, well, right? So I'll say, but this, you got to remember if you're if you're talking about products and consumers, mm-hmm. it's t- it's catered to women. So you're gonna have 
the if you look at the highest um the accounts with the most followers even look at a celebrity relationship i guarantee you take any celebrity relationship right mm-hmm. the woman's going to have more followers even if the man is more successful mm. the woman is going to s- surpass him in followers because it's going to be men and women will follow her but she's able to and what people are doing, they're monetizing their body. They take these pictures, they they sell these products, they get these affiliate marketing things, and that's what somebody wants to see. And it's it's a small percentage because as a woman, you don't have to be as fit or uh, have a certain body type to sell these things. As a man, if you are not in that, you know, super ripped, unless you are incredibly famous. Um, you have to have a certain body type to be able to sell products. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you're not going to be selling products and you're not going to be on the discover page. You're not going to be there. Double standard. Double standard. There you have it. I found, I found one folks. <laughs> but but it's, 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 that's, that's what it is. It's right. just, is we, and I think it's a reflection of society to where men, like you said, you didn't see things that were catered towards you, you know, when you were 400 pounds. This is not a market that men are being uh, being acknowledged. Right. And if we go to social media now, you see a lot of uh, inclusion, acceptance posts that are for women. And, and another not thing, men. <laughs> another thing off of that. When I was four hundred, I don't know if I was looking for I was looking for that. Right? I don't know if I wanted to see. Well, I wanted you to say that. You know why? Because nobody told you it was okay. Mm. See the difference? If you're a man and you're 400 pounds, everybody's going to tell you it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Very few people are going to sympathize with you. Mm. They're going to say, you, you want to change? Change. Right. You're responsible for this. If you go the other route, <laughs> for women, you could go on social media right now and there's going to be a lot of, uh, there's more sympathy, empathy. There's people who are there. There's whole groups dedicated to making you feel okay with your decisions because that's really what it is. You put yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. And now rather than you being forced to change, you stay in this state. And that's not really healthy. So we have it harder, but it's actually probably better because imagine if every day you got on your social media you had thousands of people, you know, pretty much saying it was okay to do what you were doing. Yeah. Then what would be the reason to change? There would be no podcast. (laughs) You'd be like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And then you'd be taking pictures in your boxers and posting them online and getting a million likes. (laughs) Because that's what's happening on the other side. Yeah. 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 So when, so, and that's funny, it's funny you say it because when I, in, in research for this, you know, as I as I Googled some uh, some things, you know, when you look up fat acceptance, the first couple pictures and things that you see is, you know, is women. The, the, I mean, it's probably like the first 20 pictures I saw was women. Uh, maybe like 18 of the 20 were women. Why do you think that is? Because they're, I guess, are they pushing an agenda towards on women? That to accept, we, want, we need to accept women the way that they are, you know. They don't need to change. We need to, you know, self-love and all these things like that. But, again, and, and one of the things I learned throughout this process is that changing your – becoming healthier isn't about hating who I who I was at 400 pounds. Yeah. It's about improving to be who I am now, right? And so it wasn't that I didn't love myself. So I feel like you can love yourself at any size. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that. See, that's the movement we need to love yourself at any size. There you go. Not health at any size. Right. Because that ain't true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Love yourself at any size. And then if you, if there's a, if you know that there's a need for change and, you know, take the necessary steps to, to do those things that, that will improve your, <laughs> your body and improve your longevity of life. But what if everybody's telling you it's okay? How do you cut that off? How do you know that? maybe that's not the best thing for you to hear. So the people that are telling you that it is okay are probably the people that don't have your best interests at heart. 
Enablers. Enablers, right. So here's the people you should be talking to. Your doctor. And really being introspective with yourself and understanding. Your you trainer. Know, if you have one. Get one. Get one. <laughs> right. So your doctor, yourself, and your trainer, right, really really make it uh, a priority if you feel like that is something that you need to change in your life. Again, some people are content with being who they are, and, and that's which if that's the life you want to lead, then then fine. But understand that with that, there there you are bringing on the possibility of more complications down the road. Again, as we talked about in one of the first episodes, where I was fortunate not to have to deal with you know a lot of the things that people deal with at you know three hundred plus pounds, and that was a blessing. I was able to. You know, hit that U-turn, hit that hard U-turn and, and bring it back the other way, yeah. you know, and so that, you know, the risk of those things is a, a lot lower now. Definitely. I'm not, not saying that I will avoid those things in the future, you know, but I am doing the things necessary so that I will. Yeah. But again, you know, life life is going to throw you curveballs. People, there's, there's many reasons that people, you know, get sick or do things, but if those things that you can control. avoid and control, avoid and control them. Yeah, Absolutely. well, I will say this: I've never had a consultation as a trainer. I've never had a consultation with a man, and when we go over uh, weight, body fat percentage, uh, healthy uh, place on the chart where you shot where you should be, a good range where you should be, I've never had a man be surprised where he is. I've never had a guy go, "Oh my God, I'm I'm thirty five percent body fat." Um, I'm not healthy. Are you kidding me? Mm. They all they already know. There has been other times where I've had women clients. We come in, we look at again uh, body fat percentage, BMI. We look at the chart and mm-hmm. show them where they should be. Some of them are shocked. Mm-hmm. They don't even. I think we've gotten to a place where we've told people that. Everything's okay, and now they don't even know what a healthy range is, right. or they don't even know where they rank on the scale. Right, and it's a surprise to them as an adult, which is, I think that's kind of what the danger of some of the uh, social media and inclusion and all those things, to where people have no idea where they really are. Right, you know. It's almost like <laughs> if you walked around and you didn't put deodorant on for the day, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody told you you stunk. You would be like, hmm, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. But. As soon as somebody tell you. <laughs> then you're going to be shocked. Right. Yeah. Or you, you'll get home later. and or, somebody's or, or, or be offended. <laughs> yeah. You get home yeah. later and you'd be like, damn, you stink. Did you put deodorant on today? And then you go, oh, my God, I've been walking around all, all day, day and nobody told me. <laughs> all day. I'm usually that person uh-huh. <laughs> who tells you. Yeah, you got spinach in your teeth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and I'm just saying that's an interesting uh, dynamic in, in terms of the genders where I'm seeing that on the women's side, they're they're actually shocked sometimes to where they are on the chart or even if they're not on the chart. Here's, here's the beauty in that. When you sit down with your trainer for the first time and you go over your numbers, the first time we sat down, we went over my numbers, I was not on the chart. Correct. I was off the chart. Off the chart. Off the chain. Oh, listen. <laughs> but now I'm so far in. I'm not. I'm not even in the red no more. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm greenish yellow now. So you know, working towards that green. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's never too late to start, and you only fail when you quit. So just keep going. Yeah. So, but the last part about the double standards. Family, okay. So let's see: is are there double standards in the, in body images and in family? So um, I know in my family, we have a lot of large men, and we have a lot of large women. Okay. I see. Um, so me, I have a, I have one other cousin who's a, a close to my age, male cousin that's close to my age, and a few years ago he lost a lot of weight. He began, you know, um, you know. That, that healthy journey, right? Even before me. So maybe even three, four, five years ago. Okay. Right? And so uh, 
So I saw that and I was like, oh, that was kind of inspiring mm-hmm. when I saw him do that. But then I was just like, I'm still not ready. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still good over here, right? And then we have, uh, I have older cousins who are who are larger as well, and I feel like they are, you know, older and maybe a little more set in their ways, and so they're not as inclined to make those changes, um, uh, as as I am or I or as I was, right? And that's male and female. But then I have, you know, my, my sisters and my mother and um, my aunt um, and then some other cousins, uh, all females, who are um, active, more active now, right? And they are, they have, they've lost weight. They have become healthier, fitter, more active. Um, I feel like they are, uh, they, they've improved their strength. They've improved their conditioning. They're able to do more and and I feel like they took on the challenge of, you know, starting something um, and kind of seeing it, seeing it through, and really changing that that um, that family dynamic. Because I feel like we had a family that was, you know, a lot of you know big people. Yeah. Right. So we had a family that was just full of that was full of big people, and and it was, you know, probably the way we ate. No, sorry, take that back. And it was because of the way we ate. There we go. Ain't no probably. <laughs> it was because of, it was it was because of the way we ate. You know that that soul food was you know really something that was uh, high on on our on our list of you know family gathering foods and just regular um, you know Tuesday night things, right? Yeah. And so, but as we got older, a lot of you knows. Okay. And as we got older, it began to affect us more. And as it affected us, we caught up to you, it, right? And then so we then there's, then there's a, a change that needs to be made. So I think that in my family in particular, I think the women take it take their health probably a little more seriously than the men do. Okay. How do you feel? How, how do you feel that that dynamic is in your family? Um. Well, you have you have more people in your in your extended family, things like that. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is there is a place where you, it, it catches up to you. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on what type of dynamic you have in your family. If you have always, uh, if you grew up a certain way, that's kind of who you became as an adult. Mm-hmm. And you have a choice then as an adult to say, I like where I am or I don't. I got to make a change. And it sounds like people that, you know, within your family, they said, you know, I don't like where, where I'm headed. And I'm going to make a change, which is great. I mean, that's what it's about. Like you said, it's never, it's never too late. Right. But what we should be doing, especially if we're working with the younger generation, our children, we should be establishing great habits for them so that they don't have to make that change so late in life yeah, because it's so much harder. It's so much harder as a, an adult to really try to make a lifestyle change. There's too many, there's, I won't say too many, there's so many factors that go into it that it's, it's hard because there's people who want to do stuff. They just, that's, that's the same. What's the uh, phrase? Can't teach an old dog new tricks. Right. When, if you're so set in your ways to a certain point and th- that can apply to many things, you're not going to change. Mm-hmm. If you've done something for 35 years, 40 years, 50 years, you're going to tell me you're going to you're going to be different? It's possible you could, but what is the probability? Right. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. So, let's get these younger people uh on on the right page so that they don't have to make that same uh huge lifestyle change that that you had or somebody else had. Um, but and when, it, when it comes to the double standard, um, I think for men, if you are, it, it, kind of what we start the show with, if you are providing, if you are being productive, if you're providing leadership, if you're doing these things, then sometimes even doing those things can actually be hurting your health. If you if you if it's manual labor, if it's if it's doing certain things like that to where you are you know working extreme hours mm-hmm. to where you're providing, then somebody will kind of make an exception and say, okay, well he's doing these things for us, 
then it, it's okay, mm-hmm. which is not okay because you should always make time for yourself and you want to be around for your family. Right. But I think that's the difference maybe to where with men, it's like he's still doing, like when I talk about Uncle Phil, he's still doing this. Now, if you take it the other way around, um, I've seen in other cultures, maybe not our community, to where there's pressure on younger women to be fit because of marriage. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I've heard, you know, harsher comments. And it, and it, it's, it's come out, it comes out of love. Mm-hmm. But in other cultures, they're harsh. Mm-hmm. Because if, if it's your loved one, you should be able to just kind of tell them without being, you know, sugarcoating things. Mm-hmm. So they'll say, hey, you're, you know, you come home and it's grandma and for the holidays or something. And, like, you're in college. You're getting 20 pounds. You're getting too big. And they will talk to them just like I've seen it. Yeah. I've heard it. I've seen I've trained the older generation. I've trained the younger generation. And they tell me how it is. I've seen it. Right. And it's like, it's just like that. And what they're trying to say is you are in this age range of selecting a partner. Mm-hmm. You need to <laughs> you need to get it going and you need to make sure that you're attractive as possible mm-hmm. so that you can kind of have what we have. Right. Because you have grandparents that are married, you have older aunts and uncles that have families, and you know if if we look at the older generation, they were in much better shape than this current generation. Mm-hmm. If you take the average twenty year old, twenty five year old, thirty year old in 1970, 1980, 1990, compared to what we have now, it's completely different. Yeah. And that's where you kind of hear the double standards to where it's like, okay, a guy, if you're a younger guy, it's like, all right, man, you better build build yourself up. You better, you know, get in school because it'll be the opposite. A man, an older man will tell a younger man, you can't be pro, you can't be broke, you can't be poor, you can't be lazy. Right. They're like establish yourself. They're not, they're, sometimes they're going to say, yeah, get in the gym, get healthy. But usually it's those other things, right? Right. They're going to be like, you need to finish school or you need to get a trade or you need to, you know, develop yourself. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> maybe you could go get in shape and do those different things. Right. And that's the priority of it. And I see that kind of double standard because, yeah, if, if you hear your aunts and uncles talk about nieces and nephews, when they're talking about the younger men, what are they telling them they need to do? Get a job. Don't develop themselves. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then in other communities, some sometimes in our community, they're going to tell the girls you need to get in shape, mm-hmm. finish school, do all your stuff, be an entrepreneur, whatever you want to do. But just understand that, that if you put that first, you won't have what we have. Mm. And we're seeing more and more and more and more and more and more of that to where that side of things is being put first. And then when you turn around and, you know, it's, 30s, late 30s, 40s, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to get in shape now. Okay. It's never too late. Right. But there's a clock. (laughs) There's a clock, and and I think that's what's represented in that double standard. Okay. So double standards exist, but they are there based off of, you know, what we as the society want to, want to consume, right? We want, we, we want to consume those double standards. We, we might not publicly say that we um, support them, but private. But I pri- think we just did. <laughs> not us, but just the general Right, but privately, they're kind of, they're, they're a necessary evil to some extent. I don't think it's necessary evil. I think it's just nature. Just nature. I think we're we're to a point where we want to outsmart everything because we've we're so evolved, mm. you know. But it's like no, there's still some basic things that need to be in place so that we can function properly. And if we keep trying to change everything and change the recipe, then we stop getting the end result that we were getting before. So I wouldn't say it's a necessary evil. I'll just say this: this is the way things are. Um, and has evolved with the you know invention of social media and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing. But the double standard of that has kind of always been there. Right. Okay. 
All right. Well, if you think there's double standards out there, let us know. Leave a comment. Um, let us hear what you think. If you think that there's no double standards, you know, tell us why also. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see what the what the insiders think about these double standards out here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was a good one. All right. All right. We out. Thank you for listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast. If you're listening on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then subscribe. Make sure you stay connected with us via social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Stronger Inside Podcast. Remember, every like, comment, and share spreads the message of health, fitness, and wellness.